Next guest in the studio with we've got Mr. Jimmy Cocking. He's the um, CEO of the Arid Desert Knowledge Australia, and it's great to have him on the show to talk about all the activities happening down there. Great to be back. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Jimmy. So, Jimmy, can you just give us an outline of what's happening down at the um, Desert Knowledge Australia? Yeah, well, uh, we've been going through a whole bunch of uh, planning and resetting uh, what we're up to. So we've uh, got a new strategic plan, which the board just approved just last, or the week before last. Uh, that uh, the product of work over the months of October, November and December. And so we've got a, a new plan, a new vision, and really looking to reinvigorate the precinct, get a lot more people out there and things happening. Uh, we've got uh, some big projects, some big capital projects. So there's the, we want to build accommodation out there. Oh, yeah. It's been a big... Uh, been one of the original plans for the precinct when it was set up back in 2004 and when it got built in 2007 was to actually build accommodation there because one to help uh, with bachelor institute so yeah. students can come in student accommodation stay, but then also be there for if we've got traveling researchers coming in from interstate could stay there and if they're there for a few months to be able to work on site we're also looking at uh, the potential for you know, essentially setting it up as a as a joint venture on the precinct, so that it's uh, can it's not just there to, just for students, but that will be the primary reason at the start. But also looking at getting this uh, culture centre or the knowledge and wisdom centre set up down there. It's been talked about since the Indigenous Land Use Agreement was signed, and and that's about having a place where people can have. people together to be able to put, put, uh, have a place where people can have ceremony, they can have big meetings, like a big convention space where people can have meetings, but then also uh, being able to have a place where we um, where people can visit and learn and, and understand the truth behind what's going on since uh, colonisation out here. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, Jimmy, can you tell us about... Um some of the, um, like, it's not, there's knowledge is one, there's the umbrella over the various entities there, like the um, Centre for Appropriate Technology, they're also working out there, they're, and they go out to communities. Can you tell us a little bit about Centre? Yeah, well, I can't say too much, but they're, they're doing, uh, they're a registered training organisation, they, they're getting into the space industry, so they've got uh, satellite dishes out there and working with uh, communication uh, companies and looking to expand that. So yeah. They're looking to expand their uh, entry into the space industry, which is really exciting and interesting. Uh, we're going through a process of master planning as well because we want to make sure that, you know, this, this precinct is uh, fit for purpose because it's, you know, we need to get more people engaged, but also it's got to have more output. And we've got the Alice Springs Future Grid project there at the moment, so if, uh, renewable energy is a big focus for us plan is setting up the Desert Resilience Initiative, which is actually about setting up a, a, a we've got the Desert Knowledge Research Institute, which is a, chari a charitable uh, organisation which is set up to do and carry out research for desert people. And so a big focus of that's going to be, we've got to grow it, like we've got to actually you know, get more people involved, because currently I'm the only staff mm. member, I'm the executive director of the Research Institute and CEO of Desert Knowledge Australia. 
but the focus of that's going to be looking at climate change, looking at uh, water scarcity, renewable energy, housing, and uh, and also workforce development, and how do we do education? Because uh, we we want to be able to build on the strengths of of, of people who've been living out here for tens of thousands of years to be able to look after communities and be part of building houses and make sure that we've actually got things that uh, fit the purpose for people rather than people just getting what they're given. How can we actually make sure that people are a part of it? And education's got to be the, the base part of that. You know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, young people that don't know how to read, that don't know how to, um, you know, don't have functional literacy, don't have functional numeracy, and that's something that Bachelor Institute's really focused on, and who's also a precinct partner. So we want to. It's about how do we get these these entities that are out there working together. We've got King's Narrative have moved out there, so Tyson's moved. Uh, they are out there. We've got the NT Indigenous Business Network, which is setting up a First Nations Enterprise Hub. Uh, there's um, there's going to be a, a range of events coming up. We're organising uh, the Culture Festival, which is a knowledge festival, which is going to be out there in September, and that's going to be looking at that interface where uh, culture, so having people dancing, ceremony, and talking about uh, how knowledge has been passed on over thousands of years, but then also bringing technology into the space and seeing how we can have that, that place where technology and culture come together. So we're really excited about this new plan and you know, looking to, you know, we're, we're putting in, you know, with all the things that are going on in the mix of, of you know, the federal government, the new money and all the different things that are happening, we need to have a better way of going about it. It's, you know, people have got to, there's got to be more collaboration and coordination rather than a whole bunch of people working at different angles and overlapping and and at cross-purposes, working to make sure that we've actually got a sustainable service system. And we think that one of the key areas in that is water at the moment because there's a number of communities that are very water-stressed and there's a lot of players that are in that in that area that aren't working together. And particularly the people on the ground have no idea what's going on. Yeah, um, in terms of government, like uh, the Territory Government, what role do they play in the Desnoyage Australia? In terms of, you mentioned water... Um, various entities see that water is a crisis and also farming and that sort of thing that's happening with the Artesian Basin. How, how, how does that all work? Well, Desert Knowledge Australia is a statutory body of the Northern Territory Government, so we were actually created by a law, the Desert Knowledge Australia Act in 2003. So as a result of that, there's things there that we have to do and, and ways of which I have to work and the organisation has to work and function uh, within that act, within that law, but uh, but we can also be directed by the minister. Well, the, the minister could say, "BKR, you've got to do this, and we've got to do it." It's just under the act. So we are um, independent of the territory government, but we're heavily influenced by the territory government because we're a function of their act. So uh, we're looking to work really closely with the Northern Territory government to deal with some of these challenges, and we've got some research at the moment happening looking at uh, how we can better facilitate or support better outcomes in remote communities. So they're talking with consultants and talking to a whole range of people uh, from government, from non-government, from land council and a whole range of other uh, areas to understand what's, what's going on, what are the problems, where are the gaps and also what needs to be done so that we can find a way how we can actually uh, bring people into the room together and start building these collaborations so we don't just keep on uh, repeating the, the mistakes of the past. Um, how is 
You're working collaboratively with uh, Central Australian Tourism. How are they, are they part of the picture too? Or? Yeah, so we're, we're, we're a member of Tourism Central Australia and one of the key things of why we want to get this accommodation out in the precinct there's the education element of it, but it's not just education of people from Bush coming into town to get educated, but it's also how do we uh, provide a space for edutourism because there's lots of school groups and university groups that come up here every year to go on school camp and they go to Uluru and they come to town and we want to, we have had some classes come through but we're really setting up a strategy for how we get more people to come in and more students to come look at the solar centre, the Desert Knowledge Australia Solar Centre, to go to the Centre for Appropriate Technology and learn about the, the space industry and, and the satellite dishes that they've got and how, uh, how you know, their, their business is working in that space, but then also looking and seeing how we can have uh, things to do with there's a stolen generation memorial out on the precinct as well so people can learn and understand the uh, the hurt and the, the, the damage that was done and the impact of those policies but also looking at how we can get in you know whether it's bush foods and bush medicine as well and just to have a space that uh, that students can come to and have a full day there and then come away having learned a lot more about you know living in the desert and the value that uh, the knowledge that we generate in this area can uh, can, can help contribute to dealing with issues of climate change and water scarcity in other places. Um, events. What events are coming up that we could really mark into our calendar for, for this year that you think would be really worthwhile? Well, we're, just, we're working through the calendar at the moment, so uh, I just encourage people to on social media just to connect in with the Desert Knowledge Precinct and Desert Knowledge Australia. We're going to be having monthly events where it will be a morning tea to people to come out and learn about what's going on in our direction and how we're moving forward out on the precinct, but also uh, working with precinct partners and others to be able to uh, let people know what's going on. So we'll keep you posted on that. The big one that we're working towards is in September, and that's the Culture Festival. Uh, that's going to be the big one, but we will be looking at having... There's events out there you know, every, every day at the moment. We've got bookings and different meetings and other things happening. But, uh, but yeah, we'll be, we're looking to have an annual open day so that everybody can come out, have a look and see what we've got on offer out there and see how they can, uh, the value that this place has. Because really, you know, the value of Desert Knowledge Australia is really dependent on the people who are out there. And so if we can actually, you know, more people can see the opportunity and see what they can do out there, we can turn that potential of the place into reality. Great. Oh, it's exciting things happening down there at the Desert Knowledge Australia. And uh, we look forward to those events coming to other springs very shortly. That was great, and thanks a shout-out to ACCC too for the women, International Women's Day event that was there last week, the, the part uh, forum, and that was a fantastic event with heaps of people, and good on ACCC for uh, participating in that and doing the, um, the production work. Oh, absolutely, Jimmy. Um, yeah, no, it looks like a lot's happening out there, Jimmy, and... Um, I might, uh, if I get time today, Jimmy, I might head out to uh, Desert Knowledge myself and get out there and have a look and uh, see what's happening out, out that way. Come out to the cafe. The cafe is open every day from 8 o'clock until 1 at one p.m. And the, uh, we put the menu up each week so you can actually have a look. But it's a bit like a, a university campus when you go out there. So, it's, you know, it's like when you go in there, there's the... There's the cafe and, you know, you'll have certain things in the Bay Marie, but there's always uh, pretty delicious food, so it's a good place to come and even just to go for a walk around and explore. So let us know if you come out, Andy, and we'll show you around. Yeah. So are you going to be out there today, Jimmy? 
I will be. I'll be dealing with a few things, but um, yeah, give us a shout. You know, let me know either today or whenever you're coming out, and I'll see if I can either me or somebody can uh, show you around. Yeah. I've been out there for a long time. Jimmy, so I'm gonna have to get out there another sticky bag around the property, see what's what's happening. No, that sounds good, Andy. It'll be good, and yeah, encourage anybody to come out. You know, the gates are open. If the gates are open, you can come on in between uh, 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. at night. So, awesome. even just to come in and have a bit of a walk around, and it's beautiful bushland. So, Jimmy. What's on the what what's on the lunch menu for this afternoon? Jimmy in the cafe, what's usually on the on the lunchtime um uh, menu? You put me under pressure here, Andy, but uh, I'll see if I can uh, open it up and let you know. But today, here we go. We have got Oh, hold on. Opening Hold on, sorry about this, listeners. That's right. But um, I will be post. I'll post it up on the uh, on the website. Just waiting for my phone app to come in. Getting there. Here we go. So today we've got the classic gap steak sandwich with bacon, sautéed onion, cheese, oh, tomato, and lettuce on a baguette. Yum, yum. Or a warm, that sounds beautiful. Warm Thai beef salad. Uh, tomorrow is pie day. Nice. And then uh, we've also got uh, the pizza day on Friday is always good. So there's a whole range of pizzas, beautiful pizzas that come out. I think they're only about 12 bucks. So. Oh, it's, nice. Uh, yeah, it's definitely worth coming and having a look, even just to meet your friends and go for a lunch out there and have a walk around and, and see what's going on. Awesome. Students are starting to come back. So awesome. it's uh, activity at that place is starting to grow. But thanks for having us. Uh, thanks, Jimmy. Thanks for coming on the show as well, mate.